Good morning, listeners. This is Eric Joubert, and I want to welcome you to the No Nonsense PM podcast episode number four. <laughs> this is the real one. I did a, a teaser that ended up being 15 minutes. It really should have served as the um, the primary, um, I guess, directive, so to speak. But let's go ahead and get this one um, underway. Um, building trust in project-based organizations is something I have a ton of experience in. And the topic of building trust itself in organizations was kind of <laughs> poured down my throat. I was kind of held down and it was poured into me by two instructors that I had my last semester in college, my undergraduate. Um, it was in the summer and, um, I needed to, it was, you know, I was getting ready to finish. So those courses, those this two courses, they decided both of them were like Harvard people or something. They were like, well, you know what? We'll just combine them together. You just do one paper and they'll, the grade, you'll get the same grade in both classes. And I'm like, ugh, that could be good. It could be bad, right? So <clears throat> um, this topic, trust in organizations, because one of the courses was organizational behavior, and then the other one was something else kind of close to it. And uh, so that ended up being the topic, building trust in organizations. They wore me out that entire summer. They really did. They wore me out. Wore me out. And when I finished, I had something that I've used my entire career. I've used that that. The work, the um, results of that paper ever since. And so at the end of the day, it does work. I mean, their efforts and and they were cool. Don't get me wrong. It, it was cool. <laughs> but but they they worked me. They worked me. You know, I was rotely trained. I was trained in the rote process. R-O-T-E. And um, so, yeah, I still have it, you know, um, that paper. Oh, my God. So anyway, um, I've used it and it works. It really works. Um, and it probably is me as a person, too, quite honestly. It work better when you are that kind of person. You're a trust builder type person. But let's go. Here's the thesis for today. Um, trust is earned. It's not given nor bestowed. Um, that's that's my thesis. <laughs> trust is earned. It is not given nor bestowed. You have to earn it. It's just the way it goes. And as I said in my introduction um, podcast, even a baby, you know, will or will not trust you based on how you treat the baby. Right. And the baby's learning. Everything is going through as a first time deal. Uh Trust is based on your delivery, you know, your actions, you know, not your promises, your intentions or the like. Right. So your good intentions don't build trust. They really <laughs> they do the opposite. Don't trust him. He keeps failing you. He'll fail me. He won't deliver. Don't do it. Don't call that guy. Right. Delivery is the word. People look for it. Did he or did he not do it? It's good intentions don't matter for, for anything. 
right? It is who you are and not what you do, right? You don't pull up to your uh, to your job and, okay, let me become trustworthy. Let me put on my trustworthy jacket. All right, are you ready? Let's get in here and go for it. Nope. You either are or you are not. And you can decide to be. You can decide, you know, I can do better. I I can do better. I'm Now is when I start, right now. Okay. The trusted organization, which is what we want to talk about, which is made up of people, right? People make up an organization, right? So the organization is not an entity upon itself. It is people. The trusted organization is more profitable with uh, less employee turnover, higher sales. Uh, they would call it higher uh, employee satisfaction. And they have a higher rate of delivery than their peers. That's what the trusted organization um, has. That's that's the re that that those are the results of of the of building trust within the organization. Remember, people again, how people feel when they come to work, what they do when they're there, right? And then they talk you up when they're not there. They love who they work for. Oh, man, my benefits great. You know, this and that. My stress levels are not high. I hear about my friends and all that. I don't have the problems my friends have. You know, uh, they understand and show that people are the most important asset. I mean, these words, you hear them, but people don't live them. But it's true. People who trust you work better for you. Right. They just do. So let's talk about attributes of a trustworthy organization. This podcast episode is not going to be long. I promise you, we're not going to do 30 minutes today because I've thought about this since I've done the teaser uh, with my experience. And I could have done this many different ways. Listeners, I thought about, well, take yourself, even though you, I do research on what the experts say about building trust and all of that. I've been doing this for decades. So at this point, I am an expert, right? What am I going to learn from a 24-year-old, 30-year-old writing about trust or a 40-year-old writing about trust? I'm 59. I've been doing this stuff a long time. And at some point, you are the, the resident expert. <laughs> you just have to look in the mirror and go, huh, okay, I see some cracks there. There's a lot of knowledge in that crack. All right. I don't have a crack yet on my face, but let's hope. Hopefully I will. Right. So with that said, <clears throat> here's some attributes of a trustworthy organization and the persons within. Right. One of the key things that I want to talk about is on an individual basis. Are you a go to quote unquote? Are you a go to person? Are you on the short list? <laughs> oh, boy. And you know if you are or if you are not. You're, you know if you're in an industrial area, you know, business. Are you, all, are you getting called on the radio all day? Or if you're in an IT environment, are you in all the meetings helping to make decisions on design and all these other things? Are you on the go-to list? Are you on the short list? As a leader, 
Are you consistent in how you treat others? Are you working towards being more honorable, honest, being a listener and considerate? Being a listener on its own is a trait that can take you far. Hearing what people are saying, hearing what they're saying in passing and otherwise, that stuff, having a two-way antenna is a great thing, listeners. Learn to have that, a two-way antenna. Not only are you talking, but you're also hearing, too. You're hearing. And you're taking in what people are saying because they're there. They're the doers. They can turn this thing around or make it better because they're right there. Hear them. Stop. Ask a question. What did you mean when you said that? Oh, well, blah, 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 this and blah, blah, that. When I did that step number three, it didn't work too well. But if I did it this way... It worked better. If we all did it this way, I think we might save 20 minutes. Huh. Or two days. Or two weeks. Or two million dollars. Huh. Can you show me? Can we set up a test? Sure. There it is. Just because you planned it that way doesn't mean you're going to do it that way. Sometimes in the act of you find out there are better ways. The people who are doing them can tell you that. Listen. Listen. This is the project-based environment. Remember now, we're executing. We're out in the field. We're in the office. We're up in the sky. We're do somewhere doing stuff, right? Okay. As a worker, this is important. I have this in red. <laughs> this is a, a saying that I, I read years and years and years and years ago. One must first learn to follow before one can learn to lead. Okay? One must first learn to follow before one can learn to lead or take on a leadership role. Meaning, if you can't be a team player, how can you expect others to be that for you when it's your turn if you get one? So, Learn how to be a great team player and follow what the leader is trying to accomplish. So when you become one, you can understand what goes into that. Okay? That's an important thing right here. And especially in the project environment. Well, as the leader, how do you get that from people? By being trustworthy. There it is. It's circuitous, isn't it? It is circuitous. That's the that's a $98.10 word. Circuitous. Just you kind of like a dog trying to bite his tail. Just keeps going in a circle. All right? Um, as a colleague, the most successful colleagues are the ones that help others around them to be successful. Because in return, those colleagues do the same for them. <clears throat> That is a huge attribute of a trustworthy organ of an organization filled with trust is that people are not allowing others to fail around them. Okay, fine. It's not your darn job, but you could do it. It ain't like you don't know what they're doing. Go over there and help that dude. You got a better idea? Give it to him. Whatever. You understand what I'm saying? They don't let people fail around them. Colleagues. 
and colleagues that aren't necessarily direct, direct colleagues. You just don't allow people around you to fail. And guess where you got that from? Probably from your leader. The leader's teaching that. That's called infection. That's how infection works. You know, positivity is infectious, just like negativity. It's infectious or nothing. <laughs> Doing nothing's infectious too. Well, what would the what the boss what, what would the boss do? Nothing. Okay, well, here we go. What are we doing? Nothing. Okay. So, or maybe the boss is a nothing person, but you're not. You're a something person. You're a do something person. Everybody around you will become a do something person. They see you picking up trash, they start picking up trash. They see you do this, they start doing that. Yesterday I went shopping in the grocery store. I was putting my shopping cart up. It was four carts next to the cart tray. I'm like, why would you walk your carts over here and stack them next to the tray so they can become loose and hit cars? And I had one ding on my car that I sold to my friends that I had for a long time, Alexis. One little ding on my car. I'm very particular about my stuff. Take care of my stuff. So old stuff looks new. And it was a shopping cart that somebody didn't put up properly. It got loose and hit my car. So I took those four carts and I could hear cars around me that were running of people who were sitting in their cars waiting on their family or whatever. I could hear about four cars running. So they sat there. I said, you know what? I'm going to show these mofos what to do. You know, do what you need to do when no one tells you to do it. So I took some time. I put my cart in the cart tray, put the other four carts in the cart tray. I just happened to have been in my past when I was a kid. I was a uh, uh, grocery sacker, you know, so I had that background, right? <laughs> but we made money. We had tips. Oh, my God. We had we made money. We made oh my. Oh, anyway, so I put those carts up and I could feel the eyes of all those people watching me going, huh? Got one one of them dudes. He's one of them. He's he's that guy there. Oh, look at him. And, you know, and some people are like, oh, yeah, they look at him. The, yeah, the, the boy scout. Yeah. So some people are negative and, you know, I can feel the negativity and the positivity. Just want people to see some people, you know, don't mind spending 42 seconds putting some carts up. OK, so take that to the office. Help others around you to be successful. Because in return, they would do they would do the same for you. And this is all silent stuff. You just do it. OK. People that are hired. Well, here's one. This is it's really important for me. Not, not everybody practices this. But if you're in a hiring position, you make sure you put you hire people and put them in the position best suited for who they are and what they're bringing to the table. That's a really important one. Or if you make a mistake, shuffle, shuffle the deck. You know, you're not perfect. OK, you are going to make mistakes. So you create opportunities for people to succeed and everyone wants to be recognized for their efforts. You know, so again, my everywhere I've ever been, I always was on that go to list. And if I was in charge, I had a go to list of people. It wasn't like a list I wrote down. It was just people who I trusted. I kept calling on them and I rewarded them too. more so. They were rewarded. 
And believe me, listeners, they became more and more of the go-to people. Once they realized they were go-to, oh my God, they came in, they, ch- they, they walked straighter, they, they acted, they acted accordingly, even more so. And then people around them were like, why is Rudy acting? Rudy's dressing better. What's going on with Rudy? Well, Rudy hadn't been given any promotions. He's just given some checks, some backpack checks. I'm big on backpack checks. Giff, if you're a leader and you're listening, you, you want people to step it up without having to do a whole lot of stuff, start create a backpack, backpack budget. Backpack check budget. You don't have to have a big budget. Unless, of course, you're in an environment where you're paying out a lot of money and people are making a couple of hundred grand a year. Yeah, you need, you know, <laughs> you need $2,500 checks. <laughs> but in the normal environment, you know, 500 bucks, backpack, bam, what? Backpack, 500 bucks can, you know, hey, that can change a week. That, 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 can, that can go pay a bill, you know, the light bill coming up or... Daughter got a, you know, she's in the band and got to put down a down payment on that, on that uh, piccolo or whatever. <laughs> That'll do it. You know, so back, pat, reward. And people talk. So before you know it, people start competing for effect for your affection. Right? They do. I've been doing that since I was a child. You're going to have to listen to my other podcast series, The Creative Brother. They understand how that works. Okay, so there it is. Um, reward system, right? There it is. I, when it comes down to the project-based organization, the organization has their their stuff together. Let me just use. Let me just be none business when I say it. You got your stuff together. You know, you're open to change. You're process driven. Again, you're hiring. You're putting you're hiring the best. And when I say hiring the best, you know, you're looking at yourself as a certain, you know, in a certain way. And we want the best. And that just means in your world. Right. That you can afford. (laughs) It doesn't mean the best in the world. You might get that, though. You just might. But it just means the best as it applies to your world, what you're doing, your capabilities, what you're paying out and who who can you attract and all that stuff. But you're just you don't play. You're not trying to, you know, I won't like just using myself as an example. I'm OK if you are the smartest person in any room you walk in and you work with me or for me, whatever. I don't like to use the words for me like I'm the whatever. But you understand what I'm saying? I like to to get the smartest people I possibly can. You do not make me nervous. And if you got a little tick or you you don't know how to talk a little too much, I'm okay with that. I know how to put a a limit, an upper and lower limit on you. Got experience. I'm not nervous with that. Most people are. They really are. Like, oh, he makes me nervous. She makes me nervous. Nope. I like it. Because that brain is on fire. It's on fire. You know, that's what I want. I want p- people who just look at the world so differently that it is a little scary to sit down and go, okay, let's look. 
at what you're saying here and you start writing stuff down like what <laughs> okay set it on fire huh <laughs> how long do we let it live or we kill it first you know this really really intelligent out out there einsteinian types and let me tell you you find them in all sorts of places because if you just think about 10 percent of the U.S. population, that's 33 million people. So let's say the top 10% genius level IQ. That's 33 million mofos, okay? That's a lot of people, and they don't all work for NASA, okay? <laughs> they don't all work for NASA. Some of them are wearing steel toe boots and stuff, right? Okay, or uh, working at Walmart, you know, greeter with an IQ of 165. Just hadn't put it to work. So go get them. Okay, so the project-based organization that has it together, right, process-driven. They bring in people. They, they know what they're doing. They teach you to, to do what they need you to do for them. They support what you're doing. They have the tools and the processes and the procedures and all of that down pat. It's written. They have, you can go sit down and take it home with you and read about the steps. Here's what I'm supposed to be doing. Step one through 20 or whatever. You know, they have training courses. They have brown bag lunches. They have psychiatrists and stuff. <laughs> you can go outside and sit on the park bench and talk to them about your job. You, you, you see what I'm saying? It's just the people who are running things are just like that. It's people driven. Now, you don't take advantage of all the stuff that's going on. And maybe there are a few things that aren't working so well, but that's everywhere you go, right? But mainly the people-based, trusted project-based organization, the people who are there, they're not as stressed. Even though you might be in a high-stress environment, it doesn't mean that you have to be stressed as a as the person who works there because of how things are going around you. The work itself might be stressful because it's high tech or it's dangerous or whatever. <clears throat> but doesn't mean you have to be stressed as a person while you're there. So the project, the successful project based trusted organization has set things up. So that's not the case. And when you leave from there, you you like your job. You like the company. You like the fact that you have tools. You feel like you're learning. You feel like you have a career, even though it might be just a blue collar vocation. You feel as though you're getting a lot out of it. You know, you are. And you feel like you can leave there at some point and go out into the world. And the, where you are now is better than everywhere else that you can take this stuff with you and apply it in other places, and they're not doing what you're doing, y'all are better. That's how trust works. The people who work there, when they leave out your building, they feel good about the time they spent in the building or on the facilities of um, property. And so that's pretty much it. 24 minutes of esoteric, you know, where I'm not giving you instructions. Remember, this is direction. So I hope you've learned something. Really, at the end of the day, um, what I want to leave you all with is, is that the successful, trusted organization is 
one that actually did it on purpose. It's a it's a strategy and it's being led by people who understand that um, process when you insert process in there. That's what's going to drive it all and that you can take people in. You can plug people in and out of the company. But if you have a successful trust based process that's, that that runs the company, that's what's going to be sustainable. So you want a sustainable trust based project organization. That's what you want. With that said, listeners, I hope I've been um, helpful today and we'll see you the next time. You take care.